And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast where we are fixing our worldview one conversation at a time. I am your co-host, Stephen, and sitting next to me, and boy, is he just thick and juicy. <laughs> His name's Kyle. What is going on, everybody? I have my Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah. He, he's made his own burgers now. He was and, just up here. I know. And the tagline is thick and juicy. And I was like, if there's anything that encapsulates me, <laughs> yeah. thick and juicy is it. Yeah. I am happy to be here. We're back in the studio. Yes. yes. I am jacked to the tits. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> oh my. It's, I just watched the big short and yeah. Ryan Gosling says that. Yeah. I am jacked to the, the tits. <laughs> it's a great line. I'm like, oh, I laughed so hard at that part. I forgot he did that. Um, so if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, go fix yourself. We are just two guys on a journey to learn more about the world um, and we're just having people on that we are interested in what they're doing and we just want to know more about it and today is no exception because we are joined by our old friend Mr. Mm. Kyle Harrington Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the sir. show. Thank you. This maybe top two most attractive Kyles Whoa. in the state. <laughs> yeah. I, I, wait. You the, two? The jury's yeah, out on definitely number, one. Yeah, I was gonna say the jury's <laughs> out on two. the other two. You know, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I I'll throw it. my name in that. Uh, well, thank you for coming on, dude. We're appreciative. We've known each other. We've known you for a long time. Yeah, I was thinking about like when, when I actually met you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was so. I mean, you know, in because uh, we were journalists too. If you, I don't know if you know mm -hmm. that, uh, we, yep. we we do a deep dive of uh, oh, who is this person that we're having on, and what are some good questions. Um, no, we do not do that. But uh, I was thinking, I was like, when was the first time that we, because you, you're a singer-songwriter, yeah. spoiler alert, because we'll get there. Sure. Um, and when was the first time we actually played together? And I think it was Anchorage City Church Spring Fest. Yeah. Like, at least when I was in the band. Was that when Emery came up? No, that was Change Point. Okay. okay. So that was like 2010. Hmm. I think this one was like the year earlier, 2009. Um. And oh, wow. I think because like you were playing, it was Anchorage City Church and we played downstairs and we came upstairs and I had just joined the band and you were doing this three chord like loop and you were doing all these different songs. Wow. I remember this moment because oh. it was like one of the first <laughs> no, times I had seen you. you. remember? <laughs> I remember. Yeah. yeah and it was yeah, like yeah. you were just playing like GCD, right? But something like that. A lot yeah. of people don't know. It's like there a lot of pop songs are just made of three chords and then yeah. you can do like any rendition. And then you started doing like, I can't even remember, but there was like so many songs. And then all of a sudden you threw a Thero song in there, which is my band, if people aren't knowing. And so you threw one of our songs. And so we're sitting there, we're like, that's so cool. He's like covering our song. We're like it now. So I'm pretty sure that was like the first time we ever like Oh, Matt, maybe, and like good. officially played together. I was always starstruck by Thera. So, oh, yeah. get the fuck out of here. We <laughs> were you, always struck by You were in a band. I, yeah. I was. It was a little different. It was a little heavier. Kyle wasn't, yeah, yeah. He, wasn't the, he wasn't going to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
<laughs> he wasn't playing the churches. We were like, what's something that sounds evil and dark? And then we're like, witness the end. <laughs> That's it, good. It actually is a good <laughs> band It's got a good ring It is to a it. good band yeah. I will and, give you that. And then one of our first songs was, ironically enough, There Is Hope. I don't know oh. why, like, you know, like, I was like, what are we doing here, guys? We're kind of sending mixed messages. <laughs> we worship the devil, yeah. but we want people to, like, we, to Turn embrace us. Turn those crosses upside down, <laughs> you silly millies. Yeah. Come on. Uh, anyway, um, we're getting off track. But, yeah, yeah. So, and then ever since that time, like, we've kind of, you know, interwoven, I guess, our lives, yeah. right? So you you and your lovely wife, Amanda, you uh, put on a Christmas party. Yeah. And then we, we came a few years ago, and it was the first Christmas party with more than one Christmas tree. Because <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you had, like, three giant... You remember that? Cause yeah, because I that was one of the... We I took think... a picture. It was like a Polaroid picture, which is very on brand for you guys. Oh, yeah. But we yeah. took a, a Polaroid picture. I still have it somewhere, me and you, at that party. We need to find it. Yeah, I'll have to find it. It's somewhere in my stuff. Um, but, yeah, it was the first time. And then also the first time I had a Hendrix... Uh, oh gin. yes, I, I think Amanda was making those. Maybe yeah. she was like, "You guys, I was like, oh wow, this is a like cocktails can actually be good." I'm like, <laughs> damn, not just I don't need to just be drinking beer anymore. Yeah, gin and tonics. Yes, Very that's what it was. Anyway, uh, well, that's uh, kind of how we kn- kind of. I mean, how I know my yeah. personal story. But uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, I really appreciate you. Um, so something we do on this podcast is. We always say, my parents listen to the podcast. Mm. Rick and Carol are their names. Mm. They live on the East Coast uh, uh, in New York, specifically. Not the city. They're, we're not that cool. They're upstate New York in the country. Um, but Perfect. they used to live up here. Now they moved away. They moved back to New York. And they don't know who I know. They don't know who we know. And they literally sometimes, you know, they're afraid that we don't have any friends. <laughs> And so we, what we like to do, a little segment on this, is we like to literally say, like, meet my parents, introduce yourself to my parents. Give yeah. us a quick, like, overview, uh, give them a quick overview of what you do uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, hey, Rick and Carol, <laughs> well wishes to you both. Oh, I'm sure they just got tingles. <laughs> it's like we're listening uh, to ASMR right now. So, uh, I've been a guitar, bass, and ukulele instructor for the past 20 plus years in Eagle River and have recently added sound baths to my resume. Yes. So now that sound baths, it's, I'm very curious. I about. know. When I first heard, uh, I saw some videos of you online. Yeah. And I was like, what website were you on? Well, I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> well, you know, they get uploaded oh. everywhere. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you, you should have an OnlyFans. You know, I thought about it a few years back. Like, oh, no, a, na- a naked, naked, a naked boy in the bowl. We, 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 naked boy in the bowl. This is before bowls. Like my, my buddies and I would joke about like, well, we got to start making money somehow. We yeah. can go out and work. And so yeah. she's like, well, what if we like film our workouts and just call oh. it like Camboy Dungeon or something? Like yeah. <laughs> we I, didn't. We didn't. Not yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you search for it, CambodiaDungeon.com. No, yeah. no, I don't know if that's the thing or not. <laughs> Our workout videos did I'm gonna not check. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Subscribe. Yeah. So, like, yeah. they were just floating around and through like various people and circles that I have, I was, they would be sharing and be like, that was a weird flex. <laughs> well, I'm like, popular. I have a lot of circles. Uh, I've got more than one. Yeah. But it was just odd because I was like, you know, I've always known you were a musician. I've always known you kind of dabbled in a lot of things. And then, like, I saw you with the the bowls. And yeah. I was like, well, what the hell is this? Like, what is going on here? Because yeah. uh, yeah. I was always used to you 
having a guitar in your hands of some yeah. sort, I feel like, because that's the image in my head of you throughout the years. Oh, yeah. And so um, people were sharing around, and I clicked on a couple, and I was like, okay, I am into this, but I don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. It was an odd feeling, because the sounds. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to whip those things out yes. at some point. Yeah, yeah so we'll right, right before we hit record, Kyle did whip out one of his bowls. <laughs> and you'll see, I mean, for some people that probably don't know what sound baths are, like mom and dad, uh, we, you'll see what we mean. Like they're probably thinking, like you know, cereal bowls. It's like no, these things are like legit, like giant bowls. Yeah. I had no idea how really big they were. And then you did the sound yeah. that they make, and I was just like, you could feel the room, like the vibration. You could yeah. feel it reverberate through your skull. Yeah, it was. I was like, damn. I okay. felt it all over. So we're gonna we're turn gonna... the lights off. We're gonna light some candles. <laughs> yeah. and like cut the podcast early. Um, sure. No, so we're very interested in sound bass, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to talk to you. But I think also it's like. Um, that transition of like what you were doing mm. uh, to what you're doing now, right? So, I mean, like we can go back to the first um, big jump into sure. working for yourself. Yeah. And then transitioning into or just adding on to this, this new thing that's like in my head, I'm seeing it on social media, but I'm not like it's not quite like prevalent. Yeah. Right. Um, and so maybe let's let's talk. Let's go back and you know talk to us about like how you made that first jump into teaching yeah guitar um, i started teaching at my parent or my parents house when i was 18 and um then had a you know a loose group of people that i would teach i had a group class on sunday nights at middleway cafe when it was mm. a tiny little spot next hey. to rei yeah <laughs> Long time ago. oh wow and yeah, and then I was working retail, and I worked my way up to retail management for Gap Incorporated, and so I worked. Wait, uh, you worked at Gap? Um, yeah, well, I did Banana Republic, mm. and then oh. uh, I did. Didn't you work at? Gap? I worked at Gap for a short stint. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, my first modeling gig. No wonder. Yeah, cool. Makes, Kyle makes a lot of always sense. work at Gap. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> Something about Kyle. Banana Republic was Banana a little Re nicer. Yeah, you know, I, was I have that, to say. I do go. I I still shop at Banana Republic. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, a little, it's a good. It's yeah. a good find. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're re retail management or retail management, and then American Eagle came up. I signed on with them. Blah blah blah. Um, was head of store of the Fifth Avenue place. Had a choice of either going to Diamond or staying there, and it, I really didn't like it. it made me. I mean, crazy. It wasn't for me. Yeah. And so Amanda, um, you know, she was the one who really recognized it because I really wasn't in touch with going on. I was just like, oh, I've got to work, blah, blah, blah. And um, I got an offer from Mike's Music, a local music store in Eagle River. Said, Rest hey. in peace. Yeah, yeah. RIP, you know. Yeah. They had a good run, you know. Yeah. And um, so then they offered me, hey, do you want to be our guitar teacher? We can get you up to, I don't know, 40 students a week or something eventually. And I was like, uh Oh, I told Amanda that, and she said, you have to do it. Yeah. And quit this, well, this corporate job that is really hard to get fired from, and you get benefits, you get salary, you get everything. You know, it's just, but you have to, I don't know, I was giving up Sell my soul. Sell your soul. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so uh, then I, in 2005, uh, you know, I quit. And October, that last week of October, I had six students. <laughs> and so I supplemented by, you know, I worked at the Alaska Club, which they just so happened to share a building. So I was working front desk. Uh, oh, wow. I played music at churches uh, and led worship and stuff. And there were bigger churches that, you know, hired people to do it. So I did that. And yeah, just whatever. 
So whatever Damn. to make ends meet kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous of that because like I always hear these stories about people that have like the soul sucking jobs. And I'm not saying I have a soul sucking job. Yeah. Um, wink. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'll wink but, for him. You know, there right. is that uh, leap of faith uh, yeah. making the jump. Steven's yeah. done it. You know, a lot of people do it. And I think it's. It's hard for people to understand that it's doable because I just hear this and I'm always like, yeah, he got lucky or he, you know, yeah. made it work or something and not anybody can do it. I never even thought about it in that way. Uh, like, like I'd actually accomplished that because when you, I just heard you oh. say it, cause I, I hadn't even thought about that. I was like, oh, I, I did make that jump. Cause I relied oh, so heavily on just like Amanda actually having like the intuition to be like, yeah, you need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I still, I mean. Yeah, Amanda's my wife. So. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We love her, Amanda. Um, she's great. Um, no, when I made that jump, I was terrified. It's ter- scary, yeah. and then I wasn't kind of in the same boat because I was like, I had like, I remember ca- talking to my mom, and she's like, or no, I was telling her, and I was like, oh, I've got like this thing and this thing. I'm gonna do this thing, and I was like, this guy wants to work with me, and I was like, I gotta make the jump. I just have to do it. And uh, and then so I, was, I did it, and then all those things fell through. <laughs> oh, no. so like, and then I had one thing, and I was just like, and it was like, <clears throat> I was charging like nothing, right? And I was charging by the hour, and like videos can take an hour, or they could take ten hours, or they could take two days, or three days. And so like my income went from you know like you said yeah. from you know same thing like insurance and all that jazz to like nothing and i was like my first several months i was like how am i gonna pay rent yeah i was like i had no idea uh so it's a scary thing and so i mean that's a huge accomplishment that you just did that alone uh, right i don't know i was i was with amanda <laughs> but still, <laughs> i'm just still i'm still saying like you know because i think you there's a lot of people that are like they'll whatever about their spouses but it's still yeah. like a jump like still, you, yeah. it's a comfortable situation to be in and then the the world of the unknown right yeah this new thing and then you're gonna have to like figure it out for yourself yeah. and so i think that's like that's nothing to be like ah whatever it's like it is still a completely yeah, a going from big thing comfort yeah. you know you know comfort zone to like unknown you're right. Yeah. yeah. Were yeah. you married at the time or were you guys just together at that point? Ooh. Let's see. 2000. Oh, no, we were uh, we were engaged. Engaged. Yeah. Nice. Because, I mean, uh, I think, you know, all of us at the table pretty much can say about spouses that uh, are so helpful in your career longevity or oh. where you're going, your trajectory and what your choices are hmm. is um, – when you have a spouse that really wants the best for you, like obviously taking away like, hey, let's get rid of security. Let's get rid of this because yeah. I want to see you happy. Yeah. It says something in in the big picture because there's a lot of spouses that really only want that for the family is security and yeah. all these things. So I, I feel like you get a good one when they realize that like your happiness also matters in the big picture. of things, yeah. not just what you provide for the two of you or your family. And so yeah. good on Amanda, you know? Oh yeah. What a winner. God, what a winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shout out to Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you, right, so you made this jump and then you're finding yourself with like less students. So you're working in Alaska club. How oh, did you yeah. kind of build that up? That clientele to like, did you just be like, fuck it. I'm all in like uh, more hours. Oh yeah. No. I, well, I, I opened up the schedule to work. Uh, yeah. I worked six days a week. And I worked six days a week for over 10 years. And so, like, I worked up to around, like, 70 students a week. 
70? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. And is that, it, is it, that an hour a student? Half an hour. Half, half an, an hour. hour. Lessons, yeah. Holy shit. So that's 35 hours. Yeah. And then work. 35. Um, yeah. You know, like morning shift at sure. the Alaska Club. But by the time I had maintained um, at least like 40 plus students for years on the books, except for summer, summer, you know, it goes down, which is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. And then I made the switch to go just to lessons, but I still worked six days a week for however many years. Yeah. And then it came to the point where I was like, oh, I. I want two days off. And then I got two days off and it was like I had a vacation every week. <laughs> so, right on. Well, like, well, I'm going to raise my prices. Yeah. I mean, we well, yeah, all well, we all get yeah. to that. Like there's like, there was like the business. The time aspect. Yeah. Like yeah. there's moments where I'm like, you know, I same. I'm like, oh yeah, I get to that point where I'm like, oh, I don't want to work Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. So now I'm working Monday through Thursday. Yeah. And then like, oh, I should probably raise my rates. And then now I'm like only working Monday and Wednesday. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. There is like that we're great. You know, it's grateful to be able to do that kind of stuff yeah. and hit those accolades for sure. Freedom in the schedule it, is really oh. cool. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Oh, hey, Kyle. What's up? I've been meaning to ask you, what is your first thought in the morning? Uh, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? A lot deeper than I was expecting. Uh, it's not my standard thing. My first thought is, where's the coffee? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my second thought, usually. Yeah, sure. Well, what are you drinking when you get up? Well, I kind of go into the pantry. I do a little blind draw on the crap coffee we have sitting in there. And honestly, it doesn't taste so good. Wait, you're telling me that you don't have Kalati Brothers coffee every morning? Mm, I... Uh, to be honest, I'm not. You know what I mean when I say Kalati Brothers coffee, right? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, good. Kalati makes the best coffee in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Their flagship coffee blend, the Red Goat, is my go-to. The second one I go to is the Italian blend. Me and Alicia, we have a cup every morning, either made by a nice French press or a Chemex pour-over. Literally, I cannot go a day without this coffee. Okay, well, where can I get this then? Try it out. Okay, so head over to Kaladi.com and just add a bunch of their blends into the cart, like Red Goat or like the Italian blend. At checkout, make sure to put in the code GOFIXYOURSELF and you'll get a 10% off anything on the site except for the subscription. You know what? I'm absolutely going to go do that right now and start tasting Kaladi each and every morning. Good man. The best part of waking up is Kaladi's in your cup. <laughs> do like throw some auto tune on that. You know what I like to do every summer? Ooh, I know this one. You try to get thin and you try to fit into that speedo that you had back in high school. Close, very close, actually. I, I know. Uh, I like to get the old vehicle a good detailing since it's usually filthy after the winters here in Alaska. Okay, actually, I, I'm right there with you. That is one of my pet peeves is having a dirty car. Yeah, I've been going over to BMW to get the gold detail. It's only $299 and you get it done by Alaska's number one choice for luxury vehicles. Okay, hold up though. When did you get a Beamer? Well, that's the thing. Not only do they detail BMW and Mini, but they detail all makes and models. Oh. Yeah. They've won BMW's prestigious Center of Excellence Award six times. Well, that's six more times than I have. What's even more awesome is that I've been in the market for a new car, and I've been talking to Phyllis Halverson over there. Have you? Yeah, she knows her stuff. She's been selling cars at that location for over 30 years. Okay, wow. All right, you had me sold. I'm sold too. For listeners, you can snag the $299 gold detail for $199 just by mentioning the podcast when you make your appointment. 
All right, back to the episode. What kind of skill sets were you teaching? I mean, absolute beginners. Did you have Ionian scale, yeah. Dorian, yeah. Phrygian? <laughs> the, yeah. yeah, I know. Um, it's really just anybody that would come in, and if there there was probably a few students over the years that could have benefited from somebody else, and I just sent them on their way. But really, it was just anybody. Was, so yeah, and kids to adults. Sure. And was still. was it typically acoustic or was um, it both uh, electric? Was it a certain style? Like, what did you like, find yourself doing? If I would, oh. when I went to guitar, like teaching, uh, to guitar teacher in Matanuska, and I can't, his name was Jeremy Strung. I think he's still around. I haven't seen what him in forever. What a good name for Jeremy. I think it was like <laughs> Strung or Strunk. I can't remember, but I always remember Strung. Strung. Yeah. And, uh, but I was just like, dude, I just want to rock. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to like, teach me the metal. I really, I wanted to solo and I like wanted to do that stuff and like write songs. Come into my here. studio, well strung. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was called. <laughs> that's good. That's what it should have been that's called. That's actually, even if his last name wasn't that, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> yeah. name. Right. Anyway, well strung. You could have that. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> my my business name on my license that I don't use is Six Step Program. <laughs> oh, there you That's go. Yeah. <laughs> people people will be, have questions. Listen, yeah. we, twelve steps. <laughs> we do well, it, I can do it, it in half. I can half it. I'll do <laughs> it. You'll be well strung by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like guitar lessons. I always think I I took classical guitar oh, at yeah. UAA for I don't know. Is that, is that what you got into guitar or is that no, for the first No, that time? wasn't the first. Like I had, uh, you know, a cheap electric guitar that I played. And then mm. somebody was like, well, if you like guitar, you should just take guitar lessons at UAA for a credit. Okay. And so I took classical and I'm like sitting there like trying to play like pop punk on my classical guitar <laughs> with a pick. With and they're like, no, 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 no. Sit here like this You're with like, your no, I, was, I was in witness the end. I was like. <laughs> Uh, Do you know who I am? I have a show at the UAA Commons, <laughs> yeah. you nerds. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a lady there, and there's not a single one in this class. <laughs> so, yeah, I was uh, always, like, dinking around, but I was like, uh, I kind of dug the classical guitar style, because I was like, when and nowadays you see what people are doing, you're like, Jesus, I quit. Like, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like a little classical guitar every once in a while. Yeah, no, um... I teach whatever the players whatever they want. Yeah. I, I don't try to create like little copies of myself or mm -hmm. anything like that. Just try to find out like uh, what the player is going to be and draw that out of them mm -hmm. and try to expose them to a bunch of things mm -hmm. and see if they what they want to do. Yeah. Dang. Then just work with them from there. I love so, that. you know, there are typical things where like, you know, if they're younger and don't practice or whatever, then we we go down this road and we go through a method book for sure and we take a nice easier route like that. But sure. if they show promise or interest in music, then we can start like pumping up sooner and getting to the I don't know, you could call it more fun stuff. Right. So, like, like here's an edge solo from yeah, you too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I teach them what songs they want to listen or they nice. want to learn. And so I'll just like listen to the song and write out a version for them. And so we do a lot of that. So I play so much music and know so many songs that are so just, I don't know, I don't know, off the wall. Like a long time ago, I knew like Taylor Swift was super popular still. And my, Man and I were driving in. Two, two and fans here, baby. Like, two Taylor Swift songs were coming yeah. on the radio, and I was singing along to him. And man, was just like, "How do you know this?" <laughs> like I could not be more like, attracted <laughs> to you right yeah. now. I'm a jack of all trades. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Swifty. Yeah. yeah it, that was, it reminds me of like a DJ. I'm assuming, because like a DJ has to know all these songs yeah. and all the stuff. Not even and stuff it, he likes. He just has to know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and it's so like, it's probably similar where you're just like, all right, this kid wants to learn this song. Like my mom, Carol, she's a piano teacher as well. So she does that. She's like, all right, this kid watched La La Land. Have you ever seen La La Land? Yeah. All right, well, he wanted to learn this song, so I downloaded the sheet music and learned it, and we're going to teach him. No. And I was like, you got to watch La La Land. But <laughs> it's like stuff like that. Like, <laughs> first, I love La La Land. Yeah, okay? apparently. Don't, no, <laughs> don't judge. Don't judge. Um, but I'm sure there's like a lot of stuff that you're just like, you have to learn because you're like, I have to teach this tomorrow, you know, stuff like um, that. No, I just yeah. listen to it and can write it down. God. So it there's some stuff that you got a gift know, a little bit more. Ooh, it's practiced. It's called the '90s where we didn't have YouTube or the internet. Yeah, internet. yeah. So you have to get like you have to either buy a book, a tab, or you have to sit there and just like watch figure it hands. out and just ooh, yeah, watch the hands. The first time I tried, like I was watching like Kurt Cobain on a VHS tape, oh, like, wow. an A-shaped bar chord with two fingers, mm -hmm. and I like press pause and I run up to it, and the screen's <laughs> all fuzzy. No, what the hell? What is? How is he making that? That is not a core. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that kind of stuff. Like, I cool. was, I was all about it. That, so I remember that because I would be not quite '90s, but like when I got into guitar, a lot of the tablature was crap. Yeah, like right still, on still. Ultimate Guitar. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, guitar. I mean, there's so many programs that are amazing. But I remember reading some of the comments are like. Actually, I watched the VHS uh, uh, 98 was, or whatever, and uh, he actually goes from the 5th fret to the 7th fret to the, uh, you know, like, yeah. and it's like, Jesus, nerds, come on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This ain't rock and roll. Where's but I was like, I do appreciate somebody that does the details, though, because when you're playing a song that whoever made the tablature is like one fret off and you're like, what is going? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are a loser. So. Uh, were you, were you always interested in music? Like as a kid? Yeah. Has that been something part of your life that just like from the get go? Yeah. Um, it was, you know, my mom had us in sports and music. And so, uh, first was piano when I was five. And then also just like, you know, the singing and dancing groups that kids do, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, music just machine. Kids. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just kids. Yeah, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a kid's choir. Yeah. I'll say yeah, yeah. I was in a kid's choir. I was, no, I was, I was also uh, interested in, in music, and um, it was a huge deal in my house. And then with church, you know, grew up in the church, and mm. my, my family was in the 530 choir for at the Catholic Church. So eventually I started... You know, was I singing in it or no? It, when when I started playing guitar, I ended up like playing guitar in that, and that's that was the beginning to church playing for sure. Nice the church, yeah. Because I mean, that's where I learned too. It was like I I yeah. knew guitar a little bit. I had taken lessons, but then like you know when it was like time to play worship or whatever, hmm. and they didn't have anybody, they'd be like, Stephen, you know guitar, right? <laughs> it's like yeah. And so I mean that's I mean that's what got me on this path yeah. is like playing worship and then like like you know, performing in front of people and then yeah. getting that bug. And then you're like, Ooh, I like the attention. <laughs> I like people looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of good things that come from it. And yeah. not many of them are biblical. For <laughs> <laughs> sure. I know they're, they're not like, Oh, yeah. get on the worship team and get some experience. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting. How Store many... up those treasures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way I look at it is like you said, you played sports and music. Hmm. Every kid, I think that play sports envisions themselves 
playing professionally, right? Like at some point they're like, you know, I play basketball, I'm going to be in the NBA or whatever it is. With music, I kind of feel like a lot of people always picture themselves being a rock star. Yeah. Did you have those ambitions at like some point? And like, when did you kind of maybe, if you have given up on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the big time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Halen. Still going to be an NFL player. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Sports, I never had that. Uh, But music, um, let's see. I always dreamed of being a rock star, but I never, I always knew that I'd have to come go out of Alaska. And at least in my kind of, Mm. let's say, anxious, nervous approach to the world, it wasn't a thing that would ever happen. Right. And so I didn't have to worry about it. Gotcha. <laughs> and so I was, all I wanted was to be able to play music and have a group of people to share it with. And mm-hmm. it didn't matter where it was. And so that that was it. And then when I had, and then eventually when I got a band, um, and that was just so much fun. And I just was, I don't know, I was like, completely oblivious, moony-eyed in love with just the process of having it. I was like, I don't know, Michael Scott showing up to work. <laughs> He's just yeah. like, ah, you know, everything's yeah. great. And yeah, no, I just loved it. So. I remember seeing you guys play, um, was it Jethro? Yeah, was Jethro like your, was in it your guitar for a player? while. Yeah. I remember like playing like shows with you guys when I was in Lavoie too. Ooh, yeah. Didn't we play with you guys? Maybe. We might have done, like we, one we, did, or... we did a lot of like different festivals, like uh, yeah. fundraisers and a lot of beer and wine tastings and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy shit that they were never played, never yeah. got asked to play. <laughs> How's doing... that fucking one? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, they're, they're no, doing that screaming. Like, but they're also like, hey, is that the red or white? <laughs> could you, um, your band play for four hours, bring your oh. gear and man, we can maybe give you a hundred bucks. Uh, and you're but, like, yeah. But then, or like in the beginning, we were like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's you're like, you're just you happy to play. Every, us? Everything, everything <laughs> was pay to play. So yeah. we always have to pay. So, yeah. Which is, you know, pretty standard. You know, uh, I didn't, I don't expect Alaskan businesses to be like, doing other things you know so right we have a little different uh they gotta fill seats and we don't have a lot of people so right that sense. i think that's and that's a weird thing when that starts to transition but like i've never experienced it you know yeah. like getting a lot of people to your show and being like well we're asking three thousand dollars <laughs> you're like fuck you yeah so you, you gotta you gotta show the people first um so talk about you're, so you've been in your, on your journey of being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, but having, do you have 70 students now? Do I have what? 70 students now? No, still? no, actually, uh, with these past years of going into like personal wellness and stuff like that, uh, I even switched my schedule again and I chopped off Fridays. And so I, I teach Monday through Thursday. Nice. Um, and I also chopped off my seven to eight hours. So I, now I'm booked one to seven, Monday through Thursday with lessons. 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh-huh. Dang. Yeah. Okay. That's still a lot though. It is. Yeah. It's still a lot. Yeah, that's way more than I work. <laughs> you get your yeah, you get your mornings. What like yeah. that's nice. Mornings are great. I do. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I have a nice little schedule for my morning. What's your morning? What's your morning um, look like? Well, now I just recently like achieved a major milestone of trying to get better sleep, and I don't know what really worked, but I've been getting better sleep lately, so it's awesome. So I can sleep until like seven or eight, and it's amazing. So, what time do you go, go to bed? Um. Uh. I'm normally going to bed around like. I don't know, nine thirty ten. Oh wow, you're an early bird. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. Dang. And uh, 
So then we're more... keeping you up late tonight. No, it's all good. I'm pumped for it. You're a party like, animal. <laughs> yeah. You're crazy. I the night is just getting started. We're going out after this. We're bringing the sound oh, back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, you go into bed at 9 30 or 10, and now you're sleeping till like, seven? Like seven. Well, you know, maybe wake up at six, and that's plenty of time, or maybe yeah. I'll, I'm able to go wow. back to sleep, which is great. So wow. I do that, and I wake up, meditate, I make breakfast for Amanda and I. Sometimes um, she, uh, I'm up earlier than her, and so I just leave breakfast by the bedside for other times she comes out and we eat and have a conversation in the morning. And then, Such a good husband. <laughs> by the bedside, she yeah. has breakfast in bed some days. Amanda's Every a lucky day, yeah. woman. Oh, like, there wow. was a time look, we, we got rid of our microwave. And so when we got rid of our microwave, um, she had to start getting up for breakfast unless she wanted to make it herself or have cold uh, breakfast. So, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> Can't just like pop something in and go. No. Yeah, not anymore. No. Oh, I get that. Yeah, and so then it, then it's either like, uh, well, then I have a stretch and roll routine that I do uh, pretty much every day for like an hour. And then it's either yoga, a workout, and then infrared sauna, cold plunge, get ready for work. Jeez, First off, infrared all. sauna and cold plunge every day? Oh, not every day. Not every, every like sometimes I gotta take a take a break because it is pretty. It can be taxing on the body depending on what imagine. you got going on. Yeah, that's intense. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm more I'm curious about that stuff, but I want to start asking questions. Um, and the real reason I'm like very interested in what you're doing, sound baths. Yeah. So that is something I've never experienced. I, th I think we said prior to recording and I was like it started popping up on my Instagram I have a buddy who was like a, a rocker you know wanting to you know he was on a label and all this stuff and then like he just like stopped doing all of that and now is doing sound baths so yeah. I saw him do it and then like then I saw that you were doing it and I'm like what is going on <laughs> like these guys who were like the, you know rocking and now they're doing sound baths I was like there's something here and so I started looking into it and I started watching more of your videos on Instagram yeah. and I'm like this is phenomenal but i've never experienced it in real life so that's yeah. something i've never like i've always wanted to do but for the people watching and listening what are sound baths what are those okay there's a lot of different instruments that can be in a sound bath pretty much anything really but there it does have its kind of instrument family i guess and so i, I guess i'll kind of localize it to what i do um, mm, primarily yeah. i play the um uh, crystal singing bowls and so there are bowls that are it's powdered crystal quartz that is fused together in a bowl. And it's a C scale. They are, let's see. Um, C major? Yeah, C major. Nice. And uh, so each bowl is tuned to an energetic center in the body, a chakra. Or if chakras don't work for you, there are also places where we have major hormone releases. Mm. So depending on whether you're Western or Hold Eastern, you can feel and stuff. Yeah, dive. I'm, I'm curious, and I'm sure some people are too. I don't dive know if in. I can like tell you like all the stuff about okay. chakras, but yeah. Go ahead. I'm just kind of curious. Like, what does that mean by like, like it's tuned to your chakra? Um, uh, basically, experience-wise, uh, I play a certain bowl. People feel it. Uh, depending, doesn't matter where they're at in the room, they feel it and localized in that area of the body. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So okay. the vibrations, um, you know, work energetically, physically on each area of the body. Interesting. So feel that in my loins. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What we, we were talking yeah. about this. Yeah. And we're gonna. Oh yeah, no. yeah. There's, there's, uh, you know, I do sound baths in uh, tons of different places, and there's one place that I do them where maybe more of like a 
even like bro clientele feel cool with coming in and it's great. And I love having the conversations with them because they're just like straight to the point. And <laughs> this one guy was like, hey, is there a bowl for like, like sex kind of stuff? And I was like, that's where, that's, that's he's, where he's all asking, of our minds first went to. <laughs> yeah, he's asking we're the real, bros. That's we're bros. the real question. Yeah, yeah, no, I was like, oh yeah, sacral chakra, it's right here. You probably felt it right there. And you know, maybe, and he's like, I'm glad that I had a blanket on, man. Because <laughs> yeah. right it is a mess <laughs> down there. It's like, okay, cool, man. He gets up, yeah. the blanket doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. You could snap this blanket in half now. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, man. No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Okay, yeah, good. Because, no, no. you know, that <laughs> would be funny. a, a but no, crazy it's like, one. You know, you, you feel sensations throughout the body. And, Interesting. Um, yeah. And, yeah, the chakra idea, like that, I mean, I've heard that about a lot of things with meditation yeah. and, and I mean, yoga too, with mm -hmm. uh, aligning your chakras. Like yeah. what does that in a nutshell mean to you? Like, yeah. To, Maybe yeah, to yeah, you. I was going to say. Um, just like a basic, uh, so you have these energetic centers in your body that uh, are responsible, responsible for different parts of your persona. Um, you have like earthly chakras, um, uh, like root, sacral, solar plexus. And then you have uh, like your, spiritual or heavenly chakras, crown, third eye, throat, and then they all meet in heart space. Mm. And so, gosh, I, I am nowhere near able to tell like a class or anything on like this, but basically okay. if you get in tune, you get in a line, then uh, all the chakras uh, talk to each other and have um, uh, energy flow through them, right? Mm. And so we all have... Uh, you know, proven by science and energetic field that comes out from us and it goes in like a donut. Mm -hmm. So up through root and out through the head. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And we're the Thanks. center of the donut. <laughs> I like that. And it is funny because you know, I, I, I think I already said this, but like when you did play just the one note. Yeah. Like Whoa. where'd you feel it? I I don't point, really point I, to it on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> point to it on your body. I'll point to it on yeah. Or use my body. <laughs> Do I need to get a doll for you? Yeah, get the doll. Yeah. Where did this? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know because it was only one note, but I just remember feeling like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah. It's wild. Because, yeah, you can see like the videos of you playing these, hmm. you know, five bowls, six bowls, eight, eight bowls, way off. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like, you have a stick and then you have a bowl. Um, so you brought some here today. Yeah, I did. Now, can it was it possible if we can get them on the table and just play just, just some couple. for us? Yeah. 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 All right. So give us a second. Kyle and I will uh will riff uh for the next um two minutes. Yeah. Um go. No. <laughs> well, no, so the thing that I'm impressed with is, you know, do they let you just buy these? On the on the internet. Oh, that's Do good. Can you get these on Amazon? Yeah, you can get them on Amazon. Yeah, I'm getting eighteen of them. <laughs> I'm doing it. So they're crystal singing bowls, and so for the people not uh, watching on YouTube.com/slash Go Fix Yourself Podcast, uh, he's he pulled out these two giant bowls, way bigger than just like a regular. I mean, they could bowl. hold a giant salad. We'll yeah, say you, that. I like, mean, <laughs> what what? Uh, how big are these guys? Oh, I forgot. I think I just went for Big the biggest ones. and like, medium. Like 18 and 14. Okay. Like and so they're they're white. They're like... They're made out of crystal quartz. I was going to say, it looks quartz. like if you have like a chess set, this is what like the okay. black pieces would be. Like oh, yeah. They're kind of like that stained 
Yeah, if, if, I like that. If, if I like you have that. A yeah, set, you know. and then so, nerd, <laughs> and then your instrument you're using this, is it's like kind of like a drumstick, but it's not. This is a crystal striker. So this is also made of crystal quartz. It's wrapped in silicone for when you hit the bowl and sing the bowl. Oh, okay. And now a word from our sponsors. Steven, did you know that I had the first wedding at Willowa, like, ever? Yeah, dude, I was there. Where? At Willowa. I was standing next to you. I was one of your groomsmen. Mm, so you have been to Willowa? Yeah, I basically live at Willowa every week. So what you're saying is I need to start sending mail to that address? Well, not exactly. I just go to a lot of events there. Well, well like, what's going on there? Okay, like, well, Wednesdays I'm there at 7.30 for Beats Beer Bingo. Thursdays I'm there at 7 for Geeks Who Drink. Is that an event named after you? Kinda. If it's nice out during the summer, I'm going up to the roof, then I have a taco. Maybe there's some live music, like on Thursdays or a DJ. Or if I'm not on the roof, I'm downstairs and I'm just, like, chilling in the bar having some sliders, man. Man. Pickle my pickle. That is a lot of stuff. How do you even know what's going on each and every day for the events? I have an easy answer for that. Just follow them at Willowa Social on all social platforms. Wow. I'm thinking about living at Willowa too. Of course you are. Welcome home. You know what warms my heart the moment it just touches my lips? Mm, You really want me to say... Only if you were going to say an ice-cold beer from our friends at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Not exactly where my mind went, but uh, tell me a little bit more. Okay, you're dirty, but have you ever had their Beat IPA? I'm actually allergic to beets, so unless they have a Beat-Off IPA, uh, I haven't had it. So, it's one of their flagship beers. Stefan and Zach, they try to experiment with some different beers, and that was like one of their first ones. Beets and IPA, and it is so freaking delicious. Hmm. Well, it sounds like maybe I need to finally make that trek out to Palmer and try them out. Yeah, you should. They have great beer. They have great food. They even have great meat. Mm, Nectar of the gods, huh? Exactly. So go to 562 South Denali Street, right under the water tower in Palmer, Alaska. Or if you don't live in Alaska, just go give them a follow on all socials at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Look, heck, you can even listen to them on previous episodes of this podcast, episodes 93 and 119. Isn't that the guy with the grandpa? Okay, just go to bleedingheartbrewery.com. Now back to the conversation. Cool. Okay, so yeah, give us a little little tasty roux. Dude, it's that's, weird. That's like cool. it's just. I, can we do this again? But I'm gonna take my headphones off. Yeah, yeah. And I need uh, you and to play actually, it like and a snare can you put drum. the microphone down yeah, just, yeah. and then so people can hear. Yeah. All right, let's see. How. I want to be. I want to be in, in the in the moment. In the moment. All right, close my eyes. I don't know if you heard me. I was like smiling because it, it it's so you, I closed my eyes. Then, you know, since you're everybody's not in the room with us, the sensation that I was feeling, I, I can't really pinpoint it, but I, I heard just like a reverberation, like like a yeah. like a sound wave almost. And that's kind of like the image that was coming to me. It was like 
you know, I could hear it and he, it kept getting louder and louder and kept coming in waves. So it was like a sound wave. Yeah. I don't know if you had it, that. You're getting, well, essentially what's happening is God, you, fuck you're, you. <laughs> you're getting, you're getting bathed with sound. Yeah, it's covering I knew you were going to say that. Like, uh, <laughs> what do they call this again? <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> so like, That's how cool. do you learn this? Yeah. Oh, um, TikTok? Like, TikTok? Oh, no. Um, well, like, well, how did I get into it? Well, yeah. like, well, I'm curious how you got into it. I mean, an in, it's an instrument of some sort, oh, like, like the technique to, and all of those different aspects of it. Like, the way I learned it was, I don't know, it it wasn't like I needed to really learn it. it I just, I just played just started it. Started doing it. I, I'd already been in kind of like a, I don't know, you can maybe call it like, people call it a healing walk or something like that in the kind of yogic fix yourself community kind of thing since 2015. So I mm. had been doing a bunch of like, had been into meditation, had been into uh, like knowledge of this kind of stuff a little bit. And so I coupled that with just what felt good, what felt practical to, you know, clean up the seven chakras from what I knew. And also what I know from music and how we use music in our culture. Sure. And uh, so that's going to be what I thought the best way to reach people because I, you know, I've been working on music my whole life and teaching for, teaching for over 20 years, studying music and like all the songs people bring me. So I know, you know, how our culture uses these intervals and what they mean to us and how we tell our own stories. And mm -hmm. so when I'm able to use that in the sound bath and can open up things for folks. So I love that. Interesting. Yeah. So like walk us through what a, um, uh, sorry, go before ahead. you ask that, can we get that one of the, that big ball? Just, can we yeah. just so that no. it doesn't, it's not in your way. Yeah. Just, just chuck it. Just, it. It's just a big, <laughs> yeah. Chuck it. How just, heavy are those things? Yeah. I'm, I'm nervous. I was like, I want to just feel it, but I'm like, I'm also nervous to like get near them because I'm like, I don't want to break them or anything. No, you can play them. Because they look expensive and they sound expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. I think they are. But yeah, I'm sure they are. You probably don't have to replace them, right? Oh, unless they break. Unless they break. Yeah, yeah I yeah. remember when I chipped one on accident, oh. and it's still working, still yeah. still fine. But it was just like <laughs> <laughs> now it yeah. gets your chakra out of alignment. <laughs> oh, oh, like I one's... feel something. It doesn't feel yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So, like, walk us through like a. a a session what would you mm. like do you do you make like a set list kind of idea oh. or like <laughs> no i mean i'm gonna to do an, this bowl yeah then i'm gonna do yeah. this bowl and then fuck, i'm gonna get them with this bowl yeah, oh i'm gonna hit their loins with this one <laughs> and Ooh. an encore i'm coming back with these <laughs> yeah. two at the same time <laughs> yeah um so for I, I concentrated for a little bit on what felt good right right and then also um kind of like I came up with different practices that, um, based on feel and based on when I first got um, the the bowls, like I didn't know sound baths were really like a thing or anything like mm -hmm. that. And which we'll go into the story of how I got into them. But um, I just played for myself and for friends, and um, based on kind of like social science of figuring out what worked on these people and what also was working on me, then I formulated kind of things that I do. So I have a session called a part of it called. Uh, maintenance or uh, either do maintenance or what I call Scandinavian spa. Mm. So maintenance is when you go in twos or minor twos for your half step, right? And having that type of interval is really intense because it's not really harmonious. It's dissonant. And so I tell people there's going to be dissonance in this and there's a lot of like 
people who do sound baths who don't do dissonance, but I don't, know, I, I don't believe in that. So. <laughs> what do you What do you mean by that? Dissonance? Yeah, like, uh, E and an F right next to each oh, other. Oh, so right. oh, that kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. talking about yeah. notes. Okay, gotcha. Notes. Yeah, and so um, I go through that, and that opens up uh, kind of the um, the chakras right next to each other, where it creates just kind of like this highway in between them. They're bleeding into each other, where we get that dissonance going on, and this is where people have kind of like the most reactions, where it won't be the part that sounds the prettiest, but they'll tell me like, "Wow, I really like this because of what I felt and what I experienced." Mm -hmm. And so maintenance is going through the whole body at once, and that can be intense. And, and then Scandinavian spa, which is what I normally do, is I'll do two bowls for a couple of minutes or so and then break off into harmony. So that's like hot and cold kind of thing. Oh, cool. And so uh, you, you get a little stuff, some intense, and then you get release, intense and release. And so I do that. Um, I do elevator at the end of every one. An elevator is just like holding root open and then going up the chakras. And it feels really good, especially at the end of a session. Um, I use, uh, I make sure there's major themes, minor themes, and then kind of like mystical kind of feeling themes to kind of just cover like happy, sad, and, you know, curiosity, exploration uh, sure. when people are going inside. Because, you know, we all have all the things inside of us, whether it's a happy thing or a sad mm. thing, or maybe a curious thing. And if we create that space for all these people, then whatever people have going on, whatever their body and being kind of needs uh, for them, then hopefully it'll happen. Yeah, like for the the sounds that you're experiencing, like I, I got into this for a period of time because I was always like, what's a good thing to do when you're trying to study or memorize yeah. stuff mm -hmm. or trying to meditate and like the theta waves and yeah. all these different things? Is that any kind of correlation to that, like where you're hitting certain mm -hmm. frequencies in the ear or what you're hearing can put you in different states of focus or meditation? Is that yeah. similar? Yeah, so I'm also a certified breathwork instructor oh. and in primarily the traditional pranayamas, which are life force energy control. It's breathwork from like Vedic texts. Um, but I don't really teach those. I took that and I kind of make my own drop-ins at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So um, there's like leading breathwork and kind of like a mindful state with people. And so the brain waves actually, like that comes from the person themselves. So their brain waves will lower if they're able to get into a meditative state. So we go through the body with breath and then we bring the bowls in. And uh, so, yeah, um, usually we operate around in beta, uh, mid to high beta, which is like a shitty kind of fight or flight. Um, dropping down into alpha is like that focused, really nice meditation. Hmm. And then theta is like, that's dreaming. So you can be in a waking dream gotcha. state, which is super cool. <laughs> so yeah what, yeah, what is that called when uh, lucid, lucid dreaming? dreaming? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. when you're sleeping. You're, you're, but you know you're dreaming. You know you're yeah, dreaming. that's that. I, I think it's probably different than that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to an extent. So you've experienced this theta? Yeah. Waking Interesting. theta. I experienced theta, waking theta in... Uh, primarily in uh, a type of therapy that I was in with a licensed professional counselor. Yeah, called mm. brain spotting therapy. Yes, I yeah. just I just heard found about I found out about this. Uh, oh, e, e, EDSR or well, there's also EMDR. There's two separate things, but they're similar stuff that you do with eyes, field of vision. Right, because that's the whole look over here yeah, kind of thing. Like you keep on going side right. to side. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because like um, someone just told me that they were going to this, and that's you know the whole thing. We're like, you know, I guess the therapist will have like a pointer and be like, all right, you know, look around, mm -hmm. and then I don't know if you you've heard about this. 
But then um, there's like a then there's like a moment protocol. there's a moment like <laughs> yeah. where like all of a sudden like it might connect with you more I guess and it's uh you know because in certain moments this is how it was explained to me so maybe explain it if I'm wrong um, we tend to like look in the same spot hmm. and so it's funny because like uh, when this person was explained to me I was like I fucking do that all the time like when I'm um, when I'm like how do I react to this? Mm. I like look to my right. Right. And I'm like, uh, and so it'd be funny. I'm like, interesting. I'm wondering what, like what trauma is going on on my right? Like that. I always am looking to my right or what, what does that bring up? So that's interesting that you're, uh, you're doing this because I just found out about it. I'm like, I want to get into it. (laughs) Oh, it's great. Yeah. No, you, you had it right. Basically. If there's a really intense memory or something that happens, then it's kind of saved in your field of vision that point. And so Mm. in brain spot, they call it a brain spot. Mm. They have a pointer and you uh, hold that that memory or that feeling uh, that that activates you. And the person, your counselor sits in front of you, the pointer, and then you try to find the most intense spot in your field of vision that you can handle. And then you try to process it and let it go and, you know, travel through the mires of your existence. It's interesting. I, so uh, the one that I always I heard love it. was um, how to spot liars. Oh. And so people tend to look up into the creative portion of their brain when they're lying. Oh, okay. And I've, I've heard that. I don't know if it's That's true. That's it? <laughs> Right. But it's like when people are like, you look at a child and you Which ask what? them a question and they go like, well, I did oh. this. It's because they're making something up on the spot. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And I, I was a, well, you were yeah. a liar. <laughs> you fucking liar. I get lied to every day. Yeah. How's oh. practice? Yeah. Oh. How are you practicing? <laughs> it's super good. Super good. And generally people that aren't telling the truth don't look you in the eye. Nah, That's yeah. a common thing too. But, so that's right when you're saying that. So like, when you're lying, make sure to look, look in the straight eye. in the Do eye. Not look up or yep. down. Look straight and in the eye. Got don't it. give okay. all the details because that's another sign you're lying if you Heard. get too many details. Uh, oh, yeah, so. Okay, so I'm 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 curious. There's a few things that I want to uh, talk about, but one of the things I mean is how did you get into this? Yeah, yeah. And I think and and you might be able to wrap this into like another question I have is since you come from a Christian hmm. background, yeah, and then you know. I don't know about your upbringing, but my upbringing, and sorry, mom and dad, but it's like when they wouldn't even like when there was yoga, it was like, yeah. that's a no go. Yoga was a- anything West, Western, which now I'm obsessed with. Eastern. Which, yeah. Sorry, Eastern. It's okay. yeah. Western. Yeah. So I'm Anything Trump American. American. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> big, big Trump guy. <laughs> sorry, JK. LOL. It's not true. You know. Yeah. Um, no. So anything Eastern, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm into Ram Dass and Alan Watts right now. Ooh, yeah. And like, and it's, and it's still like, there's parts of my brain, like my Christian brain that are like, uh, it's a little woo woo. It's a little woo woo, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, how did you go from uh, like that place leading yeah. worship? Yeah. And you know, you don't you don't have to go into too much detail if you don't want to. Yeah. But I'm very curious how you made that path to you know this and talking sure. about chakras and being confident in talking about chakras. <laughs> you know, because I think that's oh, yeah. another thing. The the transition happened a long time ago. As far as um, you know, quitting going to church and then. The deconstruction, or what is it called, that yeah. people go through? Common, it, common it is, phrase, yeah. Has been strung out for a while, um, but maybe mainly had its most growth in these past years. Um, let's see. So, how do I get into sound bass? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, we'd go into Joshua Tree 
and um, I saw that you were there, and you went. We've been a bunch. You were, <laughs> so, well, you were at this beautiful like Airbnb, and you yeah. were like wrapped in this clo- like nice looking sweater oh, yeah, next time. to a pool, <laughs> doing it with an acoustic guitar, and I was like. Music video. That's They're shooting want. a music video. <laughs> he started a cult. He did it. He did it. We're jealous. to We're in. Yeah, we we are. We did say like, if any of our friends started a cult, we are in. You know. Yeah, we could have a good cult. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know. I think it could be a lot of fun. I'll be the treasurer. Sweet. Uh, you know, you got to have money coming in. Yeah. So you yeah. know. Anyways, <laughs> Golden. We'll talk yeah. afterwards. I won't be yeah. the treasurer. I don't know what I'll be a secretary, maybe. But he won't. He won't really want me as videographer. Is huge in the cult world. You <laughs> yeah. got to give. You got to have the social <laughs> clip. Get the, get the masses into the you cult. Do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I get that. Social media. We've thought about it. <laughs> That's good. No, I, I heard it from those past ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Joshua Tree. Oh, yeah, Joshua Tree, uh, man, uh, um, got me a sound bath for my birthday. And I was like, cool, I don't know what it is, but I'm oh. open to check it out. There's this uh, spa that's a method and ritual spa that does like Reiki energy work um, mixed and sound healing mixed with like like spot Ayurvedic spa treatments and stuff like that. And so I also do sound baths. And so this uh lady came to our airbnb it was man and i and then her sister and her sister's husband so my brother-in-law sister-in-law and we're really good friends with them we're all sitting down this lady comes in she's five months pregnant her name is dana she's got the last same middle name as me dana the dana family uh, i don't know like so, synchronicity yeah, no, yeah i know this here i am like just trying to grab on everything yeah. and uh so she sets up she did bowls and then she also did rain stick and which when i saw the rain stick i was like oh this is gonna be stupid <laughs> and <laughs> what is a rain stick then? oh a rain That's stick is usually uh you get like a, rice or something you get a piece of cactus like a, a cactus stock and you nail all the uh uh, spike or the thorns in you dry it out and it's hard and then you fill it with pebbles and when you spin it upside down oh sh- yep 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 yeah gotcha. and then it just had a wave drum which is a two-headed drum with a bunch of beads in it and it um sounds like waves Ooh, and, never heard of that yeah neither did i and so she's leading this meditation and i'm like oh wow this is really good i'm actually like getting into this you know and that she's really good at this and then she started playing the bowls and then from there um i felt like my brainwave states like hmm, kind of dropping which i was very familiar with because of brain spotting therapy at that time i had been doing it for like a year and in brain spotting therapy you um are the goal is to get like low brainwave states so you can get down deep into the subconscious and figure out you know what needs to go what needs to stay what needs help that kind hmm. of thing and um, so I, I was like, oh, uh, I know where I am. This is cool. I can do work here. You know, I've been, I've been practicing this. And so then I was just like going through the body, searching through the body for any part that felt like anything, put awareness there, feeling all this massive, like vibrational energy coming in, directing intent to it. And then I just start to cry. And I was just like, well, cool. I'll just cry. Here we go. Boom. And cause during brain spotting therapy, is it's kind of like an exorcism. So I was like, I'm pretty used to crying now. This is great. <laughs> this feels good. And uh, and then and then she starts doing the the wave drum and the rain stick, and then I start like laughing. It's like I was just like giggling and and laughing. And then she goes back to the bowls, and I was crying again. And um, the only way I can explain it is cleared out some shit for a seat for intuition to come in and sit and give me a message. And this. 
I don't say lightly because it's not like this shit happens to me at all. I, I really like hear a message from something that I would consider like yeah. source, God, intuition, whatever you want to call it, higher self. And it's like, you're going to play the bowls. And mm -hmm. it was like this, I don't know, I felt like my, my very cells were talking to me. And so then I came out of that experience and I was like, so pumped. I was like, I'm just going to order some bowls. It's going to be good. And then I started playing for myself and friends. That's nice. so wild. Yeah, that's an, and I had, I had no idea sound bass were like a thing at all. I, I thought it was just like this place did them, and I had no no compass of it. And so then I just went and developed my own modalities for it. And yeah, that's so it, it's interesting because first off, would do you think you would have gotten to that state if you hadn't had therapy? No. So you're saying like you had to have the base of therapy to kind of like experience what you experienced with the sound baths? Not necessarily. Um, if you are open to your experience, because I've had plenty of people who have no idea what sound baths were, and they come in and tell me stuff that they experienced. Like, like do you want to hear some stories what people have Yeah, done? yeah. I'd love to if hear that. One. If that's cool, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very like, curious. Like, names, not, too. Names. No, just Addresses, <laughs> uh, pin numbers. One of the, okay, so I had, uh, um, I was doing a sound bath for a group from a village where they'd had a young suicide, and they wanted to come in to learn about trauma, suicide, because of course they don't want this to happen ever again. And then the person who was putting that on said, I think they need, you know, like a sound bath. We come in and have them have more of an experience of like healing meditation, stuff like that. And I said, sure. And so this group of people from village, they didn't know like what a sound bath was. And they told me like, well, I thought you were going to have massive speakers and just blast us out and stuff. And like just back had, to like, the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one speaker yeah and um so at the end of that this uh this young woman um she's like having tears and she was just like she starts to kind of almost like smile and laugh she said i met my miscarried children and she starts describing them and it's like if there's this beginning of a cathartic experience for her and it was it was amazing. And then like the matriarch, this, uh, like the grandmother of the group was like, I traveled to spiritual lands and uh, this and this and this, there were rainbow auras. And I knew that my ancestors were beyond here. I wasn't ready to talk to them yet, but I'm, I hope to go back again. And it's like, <laughs> oh, wow. You know, um, I've had a lot of people do, um, well, there's a lot of inner child wounds for everybody, pretty much. Uh, you know, inner child uh, needs some help. <laughs> yeah. And sure. so a lot of people meet inner child and kind of organically do parts therapy. And um, so there's that. People meet uh, past loved ones like grandparents and stuff. That's a big one. Wow. And um, a lot of people see colors, the the light sound bridge. And so you just, you see like the rainbow colors and stuff. Uh, or people just... I don't know. It's limitless because you, if you're going down into your subconscious, it's like you're in your inner cosmos. You can go anywhere. Yeah. You can experience a lot. <laughs> you said something earlier when you first did the sound bath that it kind of like lets you go inside and uh, there was things in there that you need to get out. Oh, yeah. And kind of like open up space for. Yeah. That makes sense. And um, I think that's kind of what you were saying. There, there, mm. was, there was parts in you... But the thing that I fear with that with myself is like, how do I know what to get rid or like when I'm in that deep state of like mm. looking inside myself and I'm like trying to therapy myself, I guess, in some ways yeah. or like figure out what's wrong or 
or what I need to address. Like, how do you know what you should be doing? Yeah. Like, cause that's um, scary to me is like, I don't want to go in there. You don't. But, um, in this state where you're so kind of connected to self, you're not going to do something wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. If you do something wrong, it's just like, ah, well, you're, you're not accomplishing what body and being is opening up for you to do. Okay. And so it's just like, mm, nothing will happen really. Maybe. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, you, you, you want to get rid of anything. What Like what I found to get rid of, like sometimes like there's stuff that's stuck so old in us that uh, we don't even know what it is. Mm. But it's not important to know what it is all the time. I heard it explained that, you know, you can get rid of um, you know, like past traumas or whatever that's hanging out uh, like it's an old couch. Like when you go to sell a couch, you don't figure out where it's from, what its name is or anything like that. You're just like, oh, I just got rid of it. So it's the same with like that. And that was kind of, that's what I experienced then. It's like, oh, I don't need to know what this is. I wasn't going in for a specific memory. I was reacting to uh, part of my body just telling me something or I felt like something off. Also, it's like, well, I don't know. You have to think of where memories are stored. Mm -hmm. It's like, where are memories stored? Not in the brain. Nobody knows. Uh, there's people who think that memories are stored in like the phase four of water in our cells, uh, which is kind of like a crystalline state. And it's set up just like a USB to hold information. Mm -hmm. There's people who believe that it's stored in our energetic um, uh, aura, aura kind of thing, you know? And so, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I just so felt I, something I, there. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Let's give this attention, you know? Let's, let's see what's going on here. And if it was like a trauma that you're storing for a certain chakra, uh, which they all mean different things, then yeah, it, it could be show up in an area of your body. Hmm. Can I'm, you, I'm really curious about this. Yeah. Cause I, <laughs> I'm thinking about this. I'm like trying to put myself, cause like we've always talked about ayahuasca. We've talked about oh, yeah. drugs. We've talked about meditation a lot and breath work and all these and things. mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Steven all, did mushrooms. So for the, you, I know. Yeah, thank you. That. Thank great. you. Mushrooms are awesome. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, are. But this is, I'm not telling people to do mushrooms. Yeah. But, yeah. Sorry, parents. <laughs> I'm not telling you not to, and I'm not telling you to do them. Allegedly I took yeah. mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like all of these things are like it's huge to be like you need to address you know this trauma that you probably had or to get to a different state and it's always like i feel like i love the idea of it i just like don't know if i'm ready to do something as much as a drug to get there but like when you're talking about yeah. sound bath or meditation or breath work i'm like okay those seem relatively low risk to try yeah. something out so yeah you, you, you don't have to know what you're doing at all right when, when i started doing brain spotting and uh i you know when i came out of that first like big like theta experience i was just like i've never done a psychedelic dose of any type of drug and uh, I feel crazy telling you this, but I met my younger self and da da da. And he was like, "Oh yeah, did you?" And just was like, "It was just, it was just brushed yeah, it off. It was normal. There, there's no openers. Okay, no rookie. Openers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no plant openers or anything like that. And so it, it's real, real safe. And like when you go down deep, it's like you, you don't have to be in control. You can. It, it's best just to show up and be like, "How can I help? Mm. What do you want me to do?" You you ask questions, and then. If there's an action for you to take in your subconscious, you will you will feel that it's right to do, you know. And so, yeah, there's I don't know, just wild trippy stories that I have of <laughs> things that happened uh, during a session uh, that were really cathartic for me. I don't really know what they mean and stuff like that, but they happened in my subconscious. So, you know, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I'm so I'm curious. So when now you're doing this for everybody else what's going on inside your brain mm, yeah. as you're performing like are you trying to be like 
<laughs> you know, like focus on like, I'm grateful, Kyle, you're grateful, you know, <laughs> be grateful, like send out great gratitude to everybody. Yeah. Or like, what do you, uh, what's going on in your brain? Or are you just being like, oh man, they're not oh, ready I'm for this get them right here. here. Oh, you know, the D, oh, Stephen. <laughs> That's oh, I did not even think about that. <laughs> it's true. That's a social clip yeah. right there. <laughs> it's really kind of it's really kind of all of the above. Right? Yeah. Where um I don't believe that I am like casting spells on people and right. shit like that at all. Right. I believe that I'm holding space for people. Um, you could say it'd be like, you know, I, I do go through affirmations in my head or for the different chakras or um, that kind of stuff and, you know, keep the people on the mind all the time or see kind of what's going on, try to feel things out. Oftentimes during sound baths, I'll feel led to just uh, concentrate in a certain area and then I'll then someone will come up to me afterwards and be like, hey... I've got this type of cancer and it just happens to be the area that I was working on and they ask me questions wow. and stuff. And so there's also that kind of things that happen. Um, but, you know, mainly it's, um, you know, reciting mantras and then holding space for people. And that really is just, I don't know, it it's kind of like a mental clarity kind of thing where you're just kind of like feeling everything. And really, I mean, really just the way I hold space is, uh, I call it play from the forest. And so one of my like, kind of like inward journey places or safe spots has been a forest. Like, you know, there's a lot of different like uh, therapy workers and stuff that bring you to a meditative state and you get to a safe spot. Mine's always like this forest. And so I just envision this forest that's popping up around people. And so that's how I can like, think about like 30 people at once where i just think about the surrounding that we're all in together mm. so yeah and then the chakras turn into like different flowers based on their colors and stuff like that so yeah man is it is it kind of like for you you're are you just like almost in it with them um or are you really like you're the guide along their journey there there is a bit of like kind of Sherpa to the parasympathetic. Yeah, I do experience things and have stuff going on my own. But really, it's just like I have to I have to hold the room for everybody mm. while they are, you know, hopefully feeling safe enough to go in and have their own experiences. Even if it's just like they want to sleep, you know, yeah. or or just feel at peace. A lot of people who, um, you know, they they have like cancer or like MS or something, and like with cancer, the doctors are telling them like put on your boxing gloves and you got to fight. Yeah. And that's totally the Real fucking wrong negative thing to terms do. too. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't get into the sympathetic nervous system to heal. That's fight or flight. You yeah. know, like you get into the sympathetic or parasympathetic rest, digest, repair. And so these people who have been kind of at war with their bodies come to a place where they actually feel good with their body. And they, it's just kind of like, they don't know what to do. They're just like, wow, this is really great. I have a friend with uh, ADD or ADHD or whatever, and always runs like a really fast heartbeat. Whenever she comes to a sound bath, she wears one of those Apple watches and she goes mm, and hugs 40 for like the whole time. And then comes back. Really? Yeah. Wild. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. I love this. Um, I'm curious. I, I'm, it's like, do you so do you offer this as like a part of your business, but also like when people like what what do you want to do with this? Yeah, do you want to go to people's houses? <laughs> I've been think, trying to think about that. Right now, I just I kind of will go anywhere, and um, I've thought about 
you know, building an extra space behind the house or getting my own kind of space and having groups, but then also be able to do private sessions. There's um, different like tools and stuff that you can use for like sound healing, like these tuning forks, which are tuned like the mm -hmm. same as the bowls, mm -hmm. but you can put them like on the body. And I've been working with those doing, um, putting uh, like tuning forks on acupuncture points mm. and seeing what that's like. And so I've been, I don't know, messing with that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> messing with that. That sounds, I was like, that yeah. sounds, that does sound cool. Oh, Let's just yeah, see what happens. Oh, yeah. You get the tuning fork with the cor uh, corresponding chakra for the area of the body, and then you go for different acupressure wow. or acupuncture points. And so one thing that I think about a lot of times is with this is, is there an, there's obviously the in-person aspect of it, but like if you were to listen to that through mm. like a, like a, um, a song, not a song, but like through Spotify, like yeah. if they're a sound bath, would you get the same effect or do you need to be in the room to experience that that's vibration? A, that's a good question. That is a good question. Yeah. See, and I really don't know. I, I believe that, um, you know, you talk about listening to brainwave kind of things. Right. Like, I believe you can, your brainwave will track with things for sure. Um, I think the vibration is important though for the body to, to actually feel it yeah. and to be get in. So maybe if it was with some like kick-ass speakers or something. Uh, some bows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I've I've watched a lot of your videos, like you know, where have you doing it, and I've never felt what I felt when you just did it for us. Yeah, right. So there is like something there. I'm like, oh, oh, like I was like, now I see. Yeah, now I see now. We are all just standing columns of water, heavily affected by vibration. So, amen, baby, <laughs> amen. That is true. Um, well, I I am very curious. So, like, when you're not. Because you, you do work, you know, one to seven, you said Monday, Thursday, yeah. but you're doing these sound baths. What is it something that you do like um, on your time off? What do you like to oh, do yeah. when you kind of relax and reset? When you're not being the human optimization. <laughs> yeah. Of, when you're not playing of, with tuning forks on your elbows <laughs> yeah. and infrared, uh, cold plunge, cold plunging. Yeah. The, Which I am kind of curious how you got into all that stuff too. So, oh yeah. But anyway, what what is it something that you do? Like, do you turn on the TV? What are you watching? Are you I, reading? Yeah. You know, I haven't been into TV really for a while, but I know you guys love film and everything like that. So yeah. I was like, well, I could tell them some movies that I love. And uh, by the way, it's Doc Holiday. That was Doc. The, um, freaking. Yeah. I what, can't believe we, we are basically yeah. off of that movie. Yeah. 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 Well, I just saw the meme of it like recently and I was just like, <laughs> how did we God. forget that? Because I'll be your Huckleberry. I got a lot of trauma I got to work through. <laughs> yeah. Through well, we, sound yeah. So we're going to shut this off and then Kyle's, <laughs> we're going to turn the lights yeah. down low. <laughs> no, um, but... So there's no really TV shows, but I can give you one that um, I really like, but I can't watch it with Amanda because so I'm only on like season two, and that's Righteous Gemstone. Oh, I love oh it. Oh my love god, it. love that show. So great. Does yeah. she not find that humor funny? Uh, Danny McBride is kind of like not no her, not her stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's what I'm finding it. between. Yeah. There, there's a lot of guys I talk to that are like, "Does your wife find the stuff that you find funny?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not." No. Uh, I think you should leave is a good example. Oh, yeah. I was they're yeah. like, they yeah. said an inside joke with me about one of the shows. And I was like, dude, you get it. And he's like, um, yeah, my fiance thinks I'm an idiot. I was like, <laughs> well, we might be, but it's funny still. And yeah. so Righteous Gemstones is like a, I would watch I a, love the a couple episodes with her, maybe like yeah. the opening yeah. scene of the baptism. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's, but 
forgot. Well, right. It's it's exists. It's like parody, yeah. but also at the same time, you know, it's you were involved. In yeah, it. yeah. Like well, at least I was. Yeah, like, I know. I think that's why I find it like because I'm I relate to it. Yeah, I'm like I was there. That yeah. was me. Like when the youth pastor. Like I'm not gonna spoil anything for the new season, but like there's a youth pastor and he's just like not like doing a good job. Yeah, but he's like still putting not that face. Cool. He's still putting that face on like. All right, parents, get with your teenager. And I was like, that was us. Like, yeah. I was the teenager. I will be too. To yeah. Be <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the show that. So, right. Not right, for just, everybody. Danny McBride, it's funny because I, I was listening to an interview recently with him on Smartless and total different. Like, yeah. very appreciative, grateful, like, like oh, turns yeah. it on. Yeah, he was like, I am. He writes really well, like douchey characters. Yeah, and he plays them really, really well. Yeah, but he is not that good. like. From what I, I mean, at least maybe he like, <laughs> yeah, was maybe he was his... acting on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe, geez. great actor. Maybe he yeah. just lets himself go yeah. on the show. But uh, yeah, I do love that show. Um, you do a lot of reading, then maybe on the yeah, side uh, reading. Um, right now, I'm reading a book for the second time that I don't uh, for the second th- time. Yeah, well, I don't understand it. It's the Tao of Polyvagal Theory. And it's, I don't understand that title. (laughs) Yeah. Neither do I. Um, So basically, kind of like when I understand it, is polyvagal theory has to deal with the vagus nerve, which, um, yeah, yeah, I know about the vagus, regulating emotions and different states, right? And then the the Tao part, I believe the author is bringing in like the Chinese elements, which they use in acupuncture and other treatments, and like how how to approach some body work with that. And oh, wow. so this person, um, uh, Nicole Keene, she worked in Alaska and then Portland and then was in Portland for the past three or four years and then is finally coming back up. And so I had tried to get into an appointment with her, but everything was shutting down. And so now she's coming back and have an appointment. So oh, I should get into that book. So I'm reading that and it's more... Uh, it's more of like a felt sense of understanding. Like where you hear something, you're like, I can't prove this or anything, but right. this this feels like truth or this resonates in some way. Someone say that's faith. Like for like, oh, we're I mean we're all in faith because we don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Exactly. So. <laughs> but I mean, like someone say like people are like, listen, you just have to fa- believe. You just have to believe it, Fuck right? That. No. It, <laughs> but I mean, like that depends would, on what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's very there's there's two different sides I of the that. spectrum. <laughs> yeah, we all tried that, didn't we? Um, but uh, yeah, I am very curious, and then also like really quickly, you know, touch on because I want to go back. Cold plunging, oh, yeah. infrared sauna, like why and how did you get it's into all the it? Nordic spa stuff? Uh, my health started going to shit, uh, basically, kind of thing. I, um, from you know things that I went to therapy for that happened in childhood, it creates uh, created. Um, I, don't know, I was just in fight or flight for most of my life, mm. and maintaining that state slowly just kind of chips away at you, and so. Uh, uh, sleep was a big thing, like hard to fall asleep. Or if you do fall asleep, you wake up and then you can't go back to sleep because you wake up and your heart and your mind is just going a million miles an hour. All the anxiety thoughts all mm-hmm. the time of how your imminent destruction is going to happen and blah, blah, blah. I got those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there uh, there was that. And so I was just like, well, what do I do? I'm already like meditating. I'm getting into the right types of workouts. I hired a personal trainer. Um I'm not really a big fan of Western medicine. I'm thankful for the things that we really need when we need them. Uh, but I, 
I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> so I was like, what else can I really do to like figure things out? And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, hormesis, stressing the cells, uh, to do all these, accomplish all these things is what I was like getting into as far as hot and cold, all the benefits of like bringing down inflammation, uh, hopefully better sleep, re- reduction in anxiety, um, and basically just testing different thresholds and practicing calm inside them kind of thing as mm. far as like different intensities and i don't know it's, it's hard to describe but yeah i've been recently i talked about this in the last podcast watching alone yeah. and they are they're all talking about like if you go through something tough you're always going to end up better on the other side basically yeah okay. is it kind of similar like kind of something like that where it's like hey i'm doing something tough like the cold plunge in my brain i've done it yeah once yeah. and I've done cold showers and stuff, but I don't look forward to it. Yeah, I don't want to do it, and That's it's right. only like more like you know we were doing a hundred day challenge last year, and it was only more because I was like, guys, I did a cold pl- a cold <laughs> shower today. I only wanted to say that, so I was like, I had to do it. I didn't want to lie. I didn't want to look up and talk to him. <laughs> it's eighty degrees. It's breezy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I turned it to seventy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but so it's something like that where it's just like you know it's kind of like now you're doing it it's kind of like mental toughness almost and kind of like um, no it's really for the physical benefits like physical the, benefits. um and then mental emotional it's like you do feel more, more energized it does like cut inflammation really really well so I I changed um, my whole diet and whole everything. Uh, to something that's very limited when compared to what America has to offer. And so... What is your diet? What is um, it? Ooh, okay. Is it like... It's, it's not like paleo. It's, uh, you can't say you one could, word. And... You could call it like a more modified paleo, but okay. I only eat organic and uh, then I only eat olive, olive oil, avocado oil, and coconut oil. Okay. And so I don't eat out. I haven't, oh. I've, I've only eaten at one restaurant that aligns with my way I eat. And that was in Sedona in three years. So I, I just, I don't eat out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, like if no, you I love really that. are committing to something that like, yeah. also well, if it affects your health too, I mean, that well, makes yeah. sense. Here, yeah. Now, point being, uh, you know, finally Amanda was like, you got to take a bullet sometime, you know, it, uh-huh. our friend's a good chef and they're going to cook and you know, it's not going to be stuff that's on your menu, but do you think you could do it? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try it out, you know? And and, like, hey, cinnamon toast crunch. And, no, yeah. the, the, the food was great. That He made it tasted really good. I didn't get sick or anything like that, but my body just went and inflamed like I was puffy, like my toes were like little sausages and I had oh, wow. all this stuff. And I'm still trying to get like some of it down and that's when i really was like oh i need to up the you know the hot and the cold to help out with the inflammation and, yeah. wow and it really helps yeah yeah because i mean that's the whole idea behind i mean like the nordic spa idea yeah. is what you've just explained is they've been doing that forever yeah and a lot of cultures have done that to build immune systems True. to decrease inflammation like i was reading about some of the Indian tribes, that's what they do with the newborns is they dunk them in the river oh, to help yeah. build up their immune system immediately by exposing them. Granted, I'm sure a lot of them died yeah, from yeah. doing that before they knew kind of about hypothermia Weird. to an extent. <laughs> but like the idea is like, it's not a new idea at all that thousands of years we've been trying to expose ourselves to elements to either build our immune systems or to... I guess unknowingly decrease inflammation in our body. Yeah, well, I don't know. We we need struggle 
Right. Um, if we don't have any type of struggle that we're going through, then we'll make one through our head and we'll cause oh. some sort of drama that's going on. Uh, then it will just make it up. So choosing your struggle is just, I don't know, it's great. It just kind of like focuses everything in instead of like looking at like eight different mouse holes or something like that. It just goes, right. and you're just like, wow, I'm just trying to survive in this hot box or something. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I hate- In a glass case of emotion. I, I hate memes that are just like so simple, but I'm like, that's effective is one of them I've seen is a half. It's two men glued together in a picture. One is extremely obese and mm. one is super fit. And it says, choose your difficult or, or oh. choose your hard. Basically yeah. is because if you're overweight, like life will be hard in some aspects. And yeah. if you are super fit, your life will be, I mean, committing to the gym and committing to a diet yeah. like you're doing. I mean, mm. it's not always easy having no. to sacrifice a, you know, moose's tooth and True. beer. I don't know if you drink beer or anything like that, uh, but yeah, well, see, alcohol, being choosy about yeah. certain things. Yeah, I quit alcohol in 2020. Um, so. During the hardest year of our lives. In, well, a, in not, the world. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> history. <laughs> it's funny, that, man. That's, like, most people are ramping up in 2020 drinking. Yeah. And Choose you your like, heart, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were like, no more, no yeah, more for me. Um, well, no, it's like... Uh, well, with, as my health declined and I felt shittier, drinking went up. And so mm. drinking was my way to have like a pseudo connection to self because I was just so like pinging on anxiety all the time, but then also feeling shitty. And so when come time to the weekend, it was just like, well, let's get hammered and feel really great kind of thing. And that really was like way too much where yeah. it was like, you know, I would just insert it into everything, not because... I, I it was unbeknownst. I didn't know I needed it, kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. I needed it to be in a room full of crowded people, or you know, or weird things. People be like, "Hey, uh, someone's going and running a Skinny Raven race," and I'm like, "Sweet, I'll bring the flask," you know. <laughs> and looking back, I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> a flask sure. during a race?" Well, no, I mean that's oh, yeah. super common. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to, yeah. to like kind of deal with stuff like that, and oh, you get used yeah. to doing that all yeah. the time. And it, yeah, it just became a massive overreach in my life. And it's not like it ever reached into like destroying relationships or work or anything like that. But my health was just like, whoa, spinning sure. around the toilet the more I was drinking also. And so uh, when I got into uh, a functional medicine, I signed up with a functional medicine doc and who, you know, had this big life change for like healing the guts and stuff like that and getting me like back into health. You know, you can't drink and like be healthy <laughs> yeah. sure. or repair your health, you know, or at least from where I was at, you know, I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of people out there who can have alcohol and be fine. Oh, I get that. Uh, but, but yeah, now it just, yeah, it came to a grinding halt where I was just like, oh, I just don't want to do this anymore. It's just, it isn't worth it. Mm. Like, it's like the way my body felt about it finally caught up with my head. And now it's like, oh, you know, it makes me feel sick. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys. Hurting yourself. Uh, yeah. I'm curious. So we're talking about all this Eastern medicine and and, and no, practicing I... and all this stuff. If someone's interested in stuff like this, but doesn't know like where to start, like sound baths or um, you know meditation or just learning kind of breath work, all breath of it. work. Yeah, like where what's a good place or advice that you'd give that person? And I'm really looking at myself. Yeah, yeah. because I'm just I feel like I'm just starting this like similar journey yeah and i'm just getting into this stuff so like what is some resources that i can use to kind of look into this stuff more totally uh i like breath work because breath work gives you something to do 
to um, kind of surpass the monkey mind. And it's not just like meditation sitting there, even though there's a bunch of different types of meditation for all different people. I'm in a meditation certification currently. So I'll talk about that later, <laughs> another time. But no, breath work's great. Uh, so I would recommend Awaken Breathwork. So it's O and then Awaken. Uh, the app. Uh, yeah, they have an app now. And um, there's it's this couple from New Zealand, I believe. And they work with like, their goal is to work with like big name people to try and get the word out there. So he's worked with Jake Paul, is that the that kid? YouTuber. Really? Yeah. yeah. They work with him and then a bunch of other kind of people. And Awaken. So, yeah, I'd recommend getting into breath work. Having a steady yeah. breath work practice is like, good. Like Wim, like what do you think about like Wim Hof stuff? Oh, like great. same idea, kind of I Yeah. There's a bunch to of an extent. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, uh with breath work, it's like, oh, you know, the faster you breathe, the more activated you're gonna be. Uh for active breathing, you use your mouth and for non-active breathing, use your nose. And then those are your rules. And then you have somebody who guides you through mm -hmm. a different, like, like a level of different, like, do this, do this, or now hold your breath, hold it at the top and that kind of thing. Mm, gotcha. so, yeah. Yeah. I, I did do a little bit. There's this app called Othership, I think is what it's called. It's like Mothership, yeah. but without the M. Yeah. And it's very similar, I think. It's like guided meditation, but it's like to, you know, breathe in, breathe out. Oh, yeah. Breathe in. And so, interesting. Hold. Uh, hold. Oh. <laughs> and then mine froze. And I, <laughs> I passed out. Oh, yeah. Hold. Uh, How much Oh, I love that. Uh, breath work. Um, breath work. Um, I don't know. Uh, is there a book that, like, you, like opened up your mind to like the whole idea like did you read something about oh like how did it get into it really or yeah i mean just something yeah. like i think people are always looking for kind of that um oh that, podcasts it's or just about everything yeah, yeah something that <laughs> yeah. they're like man that's the one thing that opened my mind to to go down this this journey essentially you yeah see it on tv or mine's always hearing about you know the ice man wim hof like seeing him on something and that was like well how's this guy doing this and then that's how i learned about breath work and then yeah. all of that whole uh nordic spa stuff like open i was like oh okay and no so you, it was like you, you just connected the dots for me like hearing about breath work was wim hof when i first started doing stuff right. like that so yeah and uh, I don't know, meditation, you can get an app, um, figuring out what type of meditation works for you is important mm -hmm. because meditation, they really want you to figure out what's your meditation and then you train in that style of meditation because to become actually like a good meditator, it takes like years of practice. Yeah, it's like so, your five love yeah. languages. You got to figure out which one you are yeah. first yeah, or, yeah. Or, or your spouse thing and it's like i don't know <laughs> yeah so <laughs> takes um, time doing that i there aren't any like super concrete resources that i have for that but you know a competent google search is going to get you yeah there, right, sure. right. get yeah. you started yeah I so like my wife is really interested because she's seen some of your videos and and she knows amanda through i think school in, oh. in the past and so she's like she was just telling me i was like well we're having kyle harrington on and you know she's like oh awesome she's like i really the kyle harrington nope. the better kyle <laughs> i was like okay okay uh the first handsome kyle uh, in the state. yeah but she was like i'm way too anxious to like go to one of those classes mm. or like what what like how do the classes work? Because you said you kind of have to do the private, there's group and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So like if somebody was looking for like an, uh, I, I guess like more of an intimate setting, like a two people, four person, like do they just contact you about yeah. that stuff and set it up? Or do you mm -hmm. have uh, a kind of a structure that you typically do? 
Um, usually, uh, for right now, since I don't have like an active working space for sound baths, like at my house or anything like that, yeah. the, my stu I have a the guitar studio there where I teach um, from home. But usually, I just have people set it up wherever they want to if they want to do a private and. Um, yeah, you can do as and, and then the group classes, do those just go out online, be like this time at this oh, place yeah. kind of thing too? Do you, or? Call it, do you call it a class? Uh, I don't know. I, everybody calls it a class, I guess. Okay. Um, and I don't know. It's whatever it is. It, it doesn't uh, matter. Me. When are the meetups? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, right now uh, I do two months at Jewel Wellness. Okay. And, you know, she was asking about what they what they do there mm -hmm. is like you come in and nothing's expected of you. Uh, if you go to one at Jewel, like all the mats, well, even I do a burn and bloom and there's gonna be one more burn and bloom for oh, the yeah. last month. Yeah. And so all the mats are all set out. You just go in and you find a place and you sit and you lay down or that's it. Just yeah. get comfortable. You yeah. lay down, you close your eyes. Yeah. I, I, I tell people to be just as comfortable as possible. Bring extra mats, bring hoodies. Uh, some people bring like stuffed animals and oh. blankets and whatever they want. I think, I think her and I need to go do the one at Burn and Bloom for the last one. Because I feel, it, yeah. When the is 11th. The 11th. Okay. The, the ones at Burn and Bloom have been really cool. This yeah, podcast yeah. will unfortunately come out after, I think. Oh, it Don't doesn't matter. It. But um, I'm, yeah, we have. To, maybe we should all go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they've been. Uh, or maybe it seems that folks have been liking them at Burn and Bloom, um, and so they have been filling up. And so I'd I'd recommend signing on with okay. the app soon. That's <laughs> interesting. They'll save space. Well, I'll get in between two people. I don't care. <laughs> you, know? you could do a couple spots. Yeah. Uh, you guys sign up for one. Uh oh, Kyle's coming uh, in. Here we go. <laughs> it's like, and it's like in the middle of the class. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a roller. So watch out. Uh, man, well, we sure do uh, appreciate you coming on here and, you know, teaching us about what you're doing and letting us know more about sound baths, but also just you know, your journey. Cause yeah. I think it's very fascinating. And I think there's a lot of people who have been kind of, um, I'm finding more and more people who are like in those shoes of like, you know, being stuck or cause I, I, I you know, I've, I've been talking about it on here, like my mental health, I've been on this journey, mm. figuring it out with therapy and whatnot. And so the more I share about it, the more people like hit me up. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, it's interesting hearing other people, who are in the same shoes or who were in the same shoes and in their process to get to where they are today. Yeah. And so thank you for sharing that. We really do appreciate you coming on. Um, where can people find out more, hit you up for sound bass or even yeah. guitar lessons? Um, well, uh, guitar lessons are, you know, I have a, like a website. It's just, you can just like look up Kyle Harrington guitar lessons, mm -hmm. um, Anchorage or Alaska or whatever I teach. Well, I teach in Eagle river. And then, I don't even know what I have like four domain names. I don't know which one. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah, because I was like, I don't, got I don't yeah. do. I was like, I don't do website uh, stuff. But I was like, oh, I, I think had to I think after a while, you, you helped me out so good. You wore like, you wore me down, and I was like, damn it, I'll do it. And then like I also was like, well, you could also like buy like I'm sucker for domain names. So of course. Uh, if people have listened, they know that I have, you know, hundreds of domain names. Nice. <laughs> Hoping yeah. to pay off someday. <laughs> someday. I have made 80 bucks on domain names. I will have people know. Nice. Uh, so I think I was like, yeah, you could buy like a bunch of domain names and just have it all point to one. Yeah. And so it's smart. I think it's yeah. smart. I think so it's smart. That's that for like lessons. And then um, I, I use Instagram uh, and my handle is boy and bowl. And there's those like under underscores. 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 
And uh, so I announced there where I'm doing them. And then uh, when Burn and Bloom, we have like the last one. And then um, probably the then Jewel will be uh, to a month. And then I do them at Odd Man Rush Brewery in Eagle River. Oh, and that one comes with a free bowl. drink. Oh, sip, nice. Sip and bowl. Yeah. So we do these usually usually Saturday morning. Can I put the, the drink into the bowl? Well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay it. What would that okay. sound like? like yeah. I was like, I want it inside. That me. might work with the metal bowl. So I have a metal setup also. Do you really? Yeah. Interesting. So I have a, the, the like 40 stomp. inch gong, and then I've got like a full See, chakra set of metal bowls. And so th that's like another sound bath that I do with like, which follows kind of more like the hero's arc kind of feel as far as like crystal bowls and then the metal section and then back down to crystal bowls. So mm. it's like, um, you start off and you're in the village and you're like, oh, everything's great. And neutral chaos comes in. We get a little dissonant in the bowls and kind of shake people up. And then we get into like the metal bowls and the gong. And the gong is kind of like the climax of where everything is happening. And uh, the gong is way different than the bowls for sure as far as how that feels. That's really cool. And so you've kind of like hit the apex of the story and then we go back to the village, back to the crystal oh, bowls, put everybody back together. Everything's happy. Oh, I love yeah. that. That's a cool one. It's like I, a that's movie. Really, yeah, how, how, long, I mean, how long is that? That's like, an hour and a half. Uh, hour and a half. I, I are these like, usually like an hour and a half? No. Uh, regular ones are like an hour. Okay. And But that one, um, I just, I don't know, the way I figured it out is like I needed that much time to, at least that much time to put people in the place where I wanted them. Oh, man. So, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. No, you can feel kind of like, like you can feel like when a room is like really pumped up and energetic, you can feel when a room is really like mellow and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it, I'd done some test runs and I was like, oh, so I need 10 minutes here. And after 10 or 12 minutes, the people finally oh, kind of like came down. And so then well, now we put on, want to make sure they feel really good and carry them out for another 10. So, yeah. Wow, I love it. I'm going to hire you. You're going to come over yeah, to my house. Let's do it. I, I'm actually like, Alicia's birthday is, is like in the next oh, few yeah. days. And I'm like thinking like, it's when you dude. said like, oh, Amanda got me a sound bath for my birthday. I'm like, dude, she would love this crap. We're taking a bath with Kyle. <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Hot, cold. <laughs> Whatever you want. Everything. It's all about you. If yeah. I told my wife that, she'd be like, Hot, super hot water and super cold water. All the, the two Kyles. Awful. Yeah. Oh, well, that too. That sounds too many. probably bad to her. But uh, well, man, thank you for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate you so much, you. guys. And uh, yeah, we're stoked about what you're doing. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to have a sound bath. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.